Welcome to the Room 102 podcast, a podcast based in Champaign, Illinois, for students at Franklin Steam Academy who want to learn science during a long break from school. We're in a long break from school right now. That break from school is almost over, and we're going to go into another long break from school for the summer. Uh, I'll keep you posted about uh, things that you can do over the summer to keep learning science, but for right now, we're going to try to learn some middle school science anyway with this podcast. Um... Before we start, I want to talk about your lab for the week. Here's the thing. Whenever I do atomic theory, I usually don't do a lab because um, every chemistry lab involves atoms. And so there is no atom lab because every lab is an atom lab. And we don't really have the equipment to recreate like Ernest Rutherford's um, foil experiment or something crazy like that. Like we don't have like the big powerful like microscopes that can detect atoms. So what we're going to do is we're going to do what we normally do toward the end of the school year, the last week of school, which this is really the last full week of school. The thing that I always do is have you create your own lab. Um, you really get to pick any topic, um, any kind of lab will do, as long as you're doing two things. One, as long as you're testing something where you don't know what the result's going to be. So as long as you're addressing some curiosity you have where you're trying to test something and you don't know what the answer is going to be. So you can't make slime. Slime is not allowed because you already know what's going to happen when you make slime. So you don't get to make slime for this experiment. Um, you have to do something where you don't know what's going to happen um, and that you're recording data in some way. Maybe you're taking a video. Uh, maybe you're doing an audio recording. Maybe you're writing down things in a chart. Maybe you're uh, writing down your observations, but you have to take down some kind of data. As long as you're doing those two things, you're doing an experiment. So you get to do an experiment on anything that you want uh, this week, as long as it's actually an experiment, something where you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you want to try to make brownies, but you want to take the eggs out of the brownies. Like make brownies, but don't put the egg into the batter and just like see what happens, see what kind of brownies you get. That would be an experiment as long as you recorded what happened in some way, whether that's making a video or you have people taste it. Uh, or doing like a voice recording where you have people taste it and they kind of like tell us in the voice recording uh, what they thought, send that into the podcast if you want, or if you just write down your observations of what happened. Um, that would be an experiment that you create on your own. So that's your experiment for this week, is to create your own experiment. I like to do it at the end of the school year because you've done so many experiments in my class. We do one once a week. You should have a pretty comfortable idea with what an experiment actually is. Okay, so on with the podcast. Today we're talking about the parts of the atom. There are three parts of the atom, the proton, the neutron, and the electron. Um, the protons and neutrons are in the center of the atom, uh, and they are connected to each other by something called the weak, sorry, something called the strong nuclear force. Um, there is a nuclear force that's binding neutrons with protons. How that nuclear force works, we don't really know. We're studying it right now, uh, especially in labs that are trying to uncover string theory, because string theory is trying to unite the different forces of nature with each other so that we understand better uh, how they actually um, cooperate. So the uh, weak nuclear force is, sorry, strong nuclear force is holding those um, subatomic particles together in the center of the atom, and the protons and neutrons together are called the nucleus. Outside of the nucleus is the electrons. The electrons are quote-unquote orbiting, they're not really orbiting, that's not a really good word for it, but there's orbiting of uh, the nucleus with electrons. Electrons are the only things that orbit nuclei, um, nuclei being the plural of nucleus. 
Um, so let's talk about some things we get from these this, this structure. First, um, the type of atom is based not on the number of electrons, not on the number of neutrons, but the number of protons. If the number of protons changes in an atom, its properties change enough that we call it a new name. So if we have an element, if we have an atom where there's only one proton, we call that hydrogen. If there is a second proton um, that somehow gets into that nucleus, that's the process we'll, we call fusion. If that happens, we give that atom a completely different name. That's, that becomes helium. Um, so, so atoms are so different when they get different protons um, that we have to give them different names. If an atom gets a different number of neutrons or electrons, we have a term for that too. Um, and when that happens, we don't give the atom any new name. Uh, if an atom gets a new number of neutrons, so let's say that we had a hydrogen where we had one proton, and let's say it had one neutron that was attached to that proton. We don't really need a neutron in a hydrogen atom because, again, neutrons are about um, kind of being the glue to stick protons together so they don't fly away from each other because they're all positively charged. Um, but if you had um, a proton and a neutron in an atom together and then another neutron shows up and crashes the party, you know, like when you're hanging out with your friend and you're playing Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever you're doing and like another buddy is like, hey, can I get in on that? And you're like, no, get out of here. But then you can't like say anything because like you can't tell him that like he's not your friend really because he doesn't have a blue eyes, white tailed dragon. You can't like, that's not cool. So you just like let him sit with you guys and like play anyway. And you let him think he's part of the party. So like that neutron sits down when that happens, if you get an extra neutron, we call that an isotope. So you can have an isotope of different elements. Um, other elements include like oxygen and carbon and carbon has famous isotopes because most carbons have, um, six uh, neutrons, but then you can get some carbons with seven neutrons or even eight neutrons. Those are called carbon 13 and carbon 14. Each of those carbon types is a different isotope of carbon. Finally, uh, you can get different number of electrons. Uh, typically, you want to have the same number of electrons with protons because protons and electrons are attracted to each other via not the nuclear force, strong or weak, but rather the electromagnetic force. Electromagnetic forces are connecting protons and, neutron, uh, protons and electrons, uh, positives and negatives kind of being attracted to each other. Um, you want to try to keep that the same, but occasionally you can get enough protons. It doesn't really matter whether you have a bunch of extra electrons. They'll still, most for the most part, be attracted to each other. And so um, we call those ions. So you can have a carbon ion where there's a different number of electrons than there normally is. Okay, that's it for the episode today, except for obviously the joke. So let's do a joke about the names of different atoms. Why did the electron leave the atom? Because it wanted to be argon. Man. Well, this joke obviously doesn't understand that different uh, names go to things with different number of protons, but that's okay. We'll let it slide for now. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful day.